Welcome from Good Friday. This is Box Cutters episode 30. Oh, that's such a such a traditional and old way to start the show. We're 30, 30 episodes old. I think we should do something new. Arrah, I've, uh, arrah, arrah. I've taken the liberty it's of... It's Box Cutters. <laughs> writing us up a new one in 10 speak. Oh, oh thank you. This is uh, the 10 speak script by Ross McQueen. I say W to BC E30. My N is JK. To my L is RM. AH. And to my R is BC. EV. <laughs> what, See, it works perfectly. What is that about, Ross? <laughs> That's 10 speak. I thought we should do the whole show in 10 speak. How, it might get a bit confusing now after a while. How does that, how does that become 10 speak, though? Have Channel 10 been doing that? Yeah, they've, uh, everything's just initials now. Right. Oh, NCIS, H. NCIS, H. <laughs> TJYH. Yeah, exactly. The they, OC. They TBK. No, TBL. Right. Yeah. TULG. Yeah. So I thought maybe we should do the show like that. E- EWN. Even <laughs> viewers. <laughs> Eyewitness News. I said to get that in. FAF. FAF. First at five. Uh, yeah, you see? Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. HCA. Yeah. <laughs> Huey's Cooking Adventures. I love that. Yeah. Th- sorry. Sorry for being so traditional. I didn't realise <laughs> well, that it we're, was... Uh... We're 30 shows in now. I thought we should maybe take a few risks. Well, and... that's when Channel 10 started doing that, when they were 30 years old. Yeah, that's true. So uh, 30 must be the number. It must be. It must be. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Green Guide just quickly. Yep. Ross McQueen. Brett Cropley, just to settle that, in mm. case anyone's unsure. Mm-hmm. And Box Cutter's all about television. And I did say evening viewers. And you did, yes. Uh, the Green Guide, a couple of weeks ago, had an article about podcasts. And I put this up on the blog last week. Mm-hmm. Box Cutter's was not mentioned. It's a travesty. Mm-hmm. An absolute <laughs> travesty. If you want to write into the Green Guide and let them know. Maybe they knew, but they were too threatened. Yeah, we've, we've we've said some nasty things about the Green Guide in the past. That's well, not that, but we're we, complaining about complaining about its colour. <laughs> but we but we do it's what so they green. do. We do, we do, we yeah. do a very similar thing. Yeah, but we do it better. And <laughs> I think it's I think it's important to uh, to let the Green Guide know that. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to let them know that you know there are great podcasts that don't only talk about beer and God. Yeah, uh, that uh, in Yarraville tonight got quite a few. Uh, 12,000 hits when it went in the Green Guide, and then they were on John Fane, wow. and they got another 12 Jeez. Uh, that night. That's what I want. <laughs> I want an extra 12,000 hits. That's, so write a letter to the Green Guide. Tell them about box cutters. Tell them we should have been in last week's article. We, we should have been in that article. It was a travesty that uh, we weren't mentioned. If you want us to write a letter on and your behalf. can I say, we haven't ripped off anything from Dignation. No, Nothing. We've ripped off nothing from Dignation, no. unlike other bo- uh, other podcasts that were mentioned in there. Mm-hmm. So, quite frankly, it's our time. <laughs> it's our time. We've got a, a big show today. When we I do. say big show, I mean a little show because it's Easter and nothing's happening in the world. We, of we are a day late. We are a day late yes. this week. But I think never again should our listeners question our commitment to this show. We have dragged ourselves away from the 11-hour extravaganza that is the GFA. That's the, uh, the Good Friday appeal. I'm still in 10 speak. Yeah, I know. <laughs> which, has, which has a bit of a, a kind of reunion of uh, Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Who in, from, the... from 7.30. Um, Daryl. Molly. I'm not sure. I think Molly might be the one that's not. John Blackman doing Dickie Knee. 
Oh, really? Jackie McDonald? Uh, I wish I'd printed this out because now oh. I can't remember. If I miss out on Lisa McCune doing her annual dance number, I'll be shattered. Shattered. Well, this is a... I, I don't know, does... The, because the, it's it's for the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. the Good Friday appeal go out nationally, or do, do other states have their own Good Friday appeal? What does Channel Seven show in other states? Send us your emails. Hooray <laughs> at boxcutters.net. Anyway, so not a whole lot of news this week. Quite a bit, a little bit, a little bit. Not mm. the same amount as as ordinarily. No, mm-hmm. uh, but we are going to talk about ratings. Yes, uh, we are going to talk about the the new shows that we've seen in two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. But some I don't buy it. A little bit of Ray Watch. More letters to box cutters because we've had more letters to box cutters. Keep them coming in. Hooray at boxcutters.net. We love getting your your letters and yep. mail yep. and postcards and, and random thoughts and ran- random thoughts. <laughs> And a little talk about 7.30 Wednesdays. Just a little one. A little one. Tiny talk. 7.30 mm-hmm. Wednesdays. That's all coming up later on in Box Cutters. But as usual, let's kick it off with the Box Cutters news. In late-breaking Box Cutters news, apparently gay boys think that Adam Hills is cute. Mm -hmm. That's according to yesterday's Green Guide. Mm -hmm. That's Thursday's Green Guide. We don't know why. That's just the case, apparently. Also in in news this week, the BBC is about to make a series of 60-minute telly movies. Oh, yeah. They're making 30 of them. Mm -hmm. I think they've done their maths wrong. So, a series of... 60... Of single? Of, of one hour. One hour, yes. Not 61 minutes. No, no, no. 60 minutes is the length of 30 each one hour episodes. Ah, ah. So they go for just over an hour? Uh, no, they go for 60 minutes. Oh, I thought... They don't go for 61 uh, minutes. Non-commercial. No. No, right. No. They go for 60 minutes. 60 minutes. Anyway, I think they've got their maths <laughs> wrong because these are supposed to uh, include... Th- there's supposed to be one movie... From every year, from 1970 mm-hmm. to 2000, mm-hmm. they're making they're 31. making yes, that's 31. Ah, so somebody's got their maths wrong yeah. at the BBC. Yeah, definitely. That's the big news. That's the breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's the basic premise of the films? Uh, it's uh, it's just going to look at uh, different stories that happen in that particular year. Okay, so is, is, is my it, understanding? Is it like dramatic so it's, reenactments? It's or? like 20 to one. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it dramatic reenactments or is it just kind of like uh, news footage cobbled together and saying this happened, this happened, this happened or... It's actually just drama. Drama. Just straight drama. drama. Okay. So I don't like... even think it's reenactments. I think it's just straight drama. That's my understanding. It's going to be called Decades. It was a very tiny article <laughs> with not very much information, but it is going to be called Decades. It is going to start airing in the UK in 2008. Okay. But it's a it's a huge project that the BBC are undertaking. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and next on the news. <laughs> uh in two thousand and two, I remember, I think it was around two thousand and two, I was reading an interview with Kiefer Sutherland and he was talking about twenty four and he was saying I think they were just doing the second series then and he said he'll probably he'd he'd have to do the end of that series, but that would probably be it because 
he didn't want to, you know, end up just doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, why, why do that? And he was harking back to uh, Die Hard, the Die Hard films, and saying how foolish Bruce Willis looked. You know, you could do that maybe the first or the second time, but by the time they got to Die Hard 3, it was all a bit ridiculous. Yeah, he really looked foolish driving down Rodeo Drive in his brand new convertible, one, yeah. a new one every week. Yeah, well, obviously they... Either changed the size of the trucks full of money that they were driving up to Keith's house, or they uh, they sent more of them because he has subsequently done three more years, so he's done five, and he's just signed on this week for another three years. <gasps> no, playing Jack Bauer all the way to two thousand and nine, and that's excluding the movies that are supposed that's to be coming out. Excluding the movies, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so instead of bricks, he's actually going to be using packages of money to build his houses. Yeah, I. I think so. This makes him the highest paid actor on TV. Wow, he's come a long way from drunken fights, hasn't he? <laughs> a long, failed, long way. Failed and marriages to, uh, to Juliet. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Did, it, did they actually get married? Or? I don't think they actually got married. Uh, Speaking of uh, big pay packets, Katie Couric's left the Today Show and mm-hmm. uh, she's signed on to be the anchor on a new ABC. service, ABC, for 20 mil. Yeah, mm. which is uh, which is huge news for the Today Show because she was really the heart and soul of that show. I remember Jane Pauley and Bryant Gumbel doing yeah. it together. Yeah. yeah, but then Jane Pauley got I, pregnant I never, and never came back. I, I never remember. thought that Katie Couric was was a good replacement. Really, I loved her. I thought she was great. El uh, El Roper does the weather. Uh, does the weather? Mm, so, yeah, most yeah, yeah. of the time. Yeah, and El Roper still does the apart weather. From, yeah, apart yeah. from when, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know the white guy. Come on, the, the first old guy. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. David Brown. Either. No. <laughs> oh yeah, but but him, the, the uh, Al Roker's predecessor. Y- yes, who still does it sometimes, doesn't he? Oh, okay, mm, rarely. Anyway, we don't have but, the Today Show in, was... in Australia anymore. No, we don't. Channel Seven don't yes, air do. it anymore. No, they don't. Yes, show. We do. At like four o'clock in the morning. Really? No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. <laughs> Ross is saying no. All those who vote yes. <laughs> that's Brett Brett has put up his hands All those who say no That's me and Ross I'll, I'll prove it to you, you. you But, but, but uh, what's his face Who was the yeah, original yeah. weather guy yeah. Was the original Ronald McDonald as well Really? Really? Will Until he Will uh, got Scott? too big for the yes, yes, Will it Scott uh-huh. Until he got too big for the suit <laughs> Al Roker went on big uh, You know Did the big diet Yeah, huge diet And it looked like they'd It looked like they'd shrunk him <laughs> yes. It looked like they'd stuck a hose into him And just <laughs> Let out some air. Yeah. It, or maybe put him in, in one of those uh, things that you put fruit in to dry fruit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it kind of, he, he was half the man he was. The last time I saw him, he was reporting from Cyclone, whatever it was that devastated. Katrina. Katrina. And uh, he was just getting blown everywhere on this, uh, uh, on some kind of pier somewhere. And they had two people there holding him down and he was still getting blown everywhere <laughs> oh. because, you know, he has integrity as a weatherman. <laughs> so and, uh, and he should have taken a, a page out of uh, uh, Steve Jacobs' book and just, you know, reported on it from a couch in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, one of the one of the people said after, like after they were supposed to have cut and went to air. Gee, I guess you're wishing you had the weight back now because he was getting blown <laughs> around so much. So he's looking like El Roper, El Roco jerky. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, <laughs> NBC Today, four o'clock. Channel Seven, Tuesday morning. No, Wednesday morning. Right. I vote with Brett. <laughs> well, I, I still I still don't believe it. I still don't believe it. You're on your own. Two votes to one. Hey, huge uh, We Can Be Heroes news. Mm. We Can Be Heroes has been nominated as an outstanding comedy by the prestigious Banff Television Festival in Canada. Okay. So uh, they, they have a, a huge international television festival every year. Mm-hmm. And Australia's own We Can Be Heroes 
easily one of the best shows of last year, mm-hmm. has been nominated for uh, Most Outstanding Comedy. What's that's, it up against? That's fantastic. It's uh, up against Desperate Housewives uh, and Extras. Mm-hmm. And uh, strangely, the It Crowd, oh. which is uh, by the makers of Father Ted, but nowhere near as good as any of those other shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because Father Ted died. Yes. Yeah. That was ages ago. Yeah. That's not news. No. But I'm just <laughs> that's just remembering. Pointing out why they can't do Father Ted anymore. Yeah. 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 That's just remembering. <laughs> Memories. Backyard Blitz and uh, is going back to its original time slot, 7.30 Sunday, Sunday nights. Really? Replacing, Why? It's been going so well on Friday. My head's going to explode. All these time slot changes for Backyard yep. Blitz. What's going on? Well, they, they there's really only been one time slot change. And they, that's all they I can handle. It, <laughs> they put it to 7.30 Friday. It got killed. And now they're putting it back to its proper time. They didn't try it on Saturday at any time? Oh, they probably did. Not this year, though. Okay. Uh, but Super Nanny is returning to... Uh, 7.30 Friday, and Clever is returning from whence it came, which is very exciting news. But I mean, I know we covered that last week. From whence it came to 6.30 Sunday? No, as in, it's gone to God. It's gone to God. It's it's gone to bad television ideas in the sky. (laughs) They've nailed it up on the cross. Yeah. (laughs) That's appropriate. I know. That's that's good. That's good. They've put it in an egg and back up at chicken's bottom. (laughs) I've never understood the egg thing, but mmm, chocolate. Eddie Maguire has a plan for Channel 9. This comes from the Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, Apparently, his plan involves uh, focusing on narrower audience segments in hot demand from advertisers rather than a general ratings chase for all people. Oh. Mm. Actually trying to go where the money is. Right. That's what Channel 9 are going to try to do under Eddie Maguire. He, uh, he says that uh, they're going to make more scheduling decisions similar to the launch of Hotel Babylon. Which, what, what, what was special what, about that? They put it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> and uh, Have you guys seen any of Hotel Babylon? No. I, I've really stayed away from it. Oh, it's When's awful. It it's, What's it about? It's, it's on 7.30 Monday. It's kind of like Footballers Wives, but set in a hotel. Uh, yeah, it's mm, it's exactly. really remember that show that was on Channel Seven about the low budget airline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stewardesses. Yeah, mile high. Or mile something. high. Yeah. Oh god. It's it's like that. All the, so is it is it Australian? No, it's English. No, okay. yeah. So all the guests have secrets, but it's you know brand new soap opera every week. Mm. Uh, just terrible trash from from what I can tell. Yeah. Maguire uh, also says, uh, you know, give him some slack. He's only been in the chair for a month. And quote, I'm still finding out where the toilets are. Bloody hell, Eddie, if you don't have a personal assistant to tell you where the bloody toilets are. And how long has he been in the job? I mean, how long does he expect to have free reign give him, and not be criticised? Give yeah. him 12 months. Like, give him 12 like months if he, to find if he the toilets. Actually, <laughs> if he couldn't actually get a decent freaking telecast out of the closing ceremony at the Pepsi Olympics. <laughs> well, I think, I think the toilets reference is important because that's clearly where they're keeping all the shows that they have at the moment. He has to find the toilets so he can remove them. Zing. That's where yeah. they're looking for a new product. Uh, just on Eddie. When they, uh, he was actually overseas recently and Channel 9 executives, I, I read a report that he didn't actually go, but Channel 9 executives were, in the big can TV festival and discussing, you know, rubbing shoulders with all the proper TV execs and discussing new ideas. And Eddie's come back and said, oh, the way to go in 2007 is health TV. 
and they've bought a show called Turning Back the Clock, which is essentially You Are What You Eat, but it's got a different name. Uh, and they're trying to corner this market in health TV. This is what's wrong with the Nine Network. This is why they're going down the toilets. Channel 10 made a good you know, prediction about health TV last year and commissioned The Biggest Loser. Yep. That's great. Eddie's not looking at the future of television. He's looking at what's on now and going, we can do that as well. And what's more, Channel 9 already are doing that because they did two series of celebrity overhauls. They've done RPA. And they have You Are What You Eat. It's it's downhill. Could Could we start a countdown from now? Yep. Ten. Nine. nine, Eight. (laughs) To to when we think Eddie's going to be sacked. Oh. Oh. Uh, I I reckon uh, Eddie's going to be sacked as soon as uh, the person that they're preening to take over his job is ready. You know what? I don't know. I don't know his name. I've heard this on the rumor mill Uh that there is someone that they're kind of getting ready to sit in that chair and somebody well known, uh, somebody well known from the somebody actually has some business. Yeah, now. So, someone mm. someone with television network experience, and uh, they've got Eddie in there at the moment because he's a name. Uh, he'll give confidence to the shareholders, things like that. And that when this guy comes in, that's when all the big changes are going to be made. Maybe when Millionaire returns yeah. in August, Eddie will Eddie will be the host. <gasps> You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, what a prediction. What a prediction. Um, hey, uh, South Park creators. Matt Stone and Trey, Trey Parker, Parker. Have uh, been barred by Comedy Central from showing an image of the Islamic prophet Muhammad on one of their episodes. But they've done oh. that before. No, they haven't. Wasn't they've never shown Muhammad. Muhammad wasn't part of the... Uh, League of Super League Heroes. of Super Friends? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I don't think he was. Mm-hmm. And if he was, it wasn't as controversial then as it is now. Yep. He wasn't in, in the Merry Fucking Christmas by Mr. Garrison? I don't know. Because Mr. Garrison was, was talking about uh, you know the Muslims and, and the Christians and the Jews and all that. And from memory, he was going past kind of each of the, the heads of those religions. Mm. So... Whatever, if it has been before, it's been a very small. It's been a, a, a very not, small, not nearly as controversial, but a very kind of small reference yes. to Muhammad, rather than, and also not after there have been riots in Europe. Yeah, so no one obviously got angry about South Park doing it, but since the riots in Europe, Comedy Central are a bit. <laughs> we don't want to get bombed, mm-hmm. so uh, soft cocks. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, I think it's a. a Terrible move by Comedy Central. Uh, Parker and Stone have not released a comment on it. However, they have written an episode that slams Comedy Central. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Ah. Was that uh, was Mohammed to be the main star of that? Or no, he was just uh, being referenced. I think uh, in the in the storyline, one of the kids tries to petition the Fox Network to. Oh no! Sorry, this is in the in the Comedy Central. So I don't know what the Muhammad one was going to be about. Yep. Yep. But uh, apparently one of the kids tries to petition the Fox Network in the Comedy Central slamming episode to show an episode of Family Guy that uh, was supposed to show a picture of Muhammad in it. Ah, okay. So, you know, I think they're, they're, they're becoming a lot more literal in yeah. South Park. <laughs> uh, and also in, in further South Park news, last week they won a Peabody Award, which oh, okay. is uh, one of the huge 
Broadcasting Awards in the United States. So obviously, people are respecting what they're doing. For any particular episode? Uh, none that I can see. I think just for generally pushing the boundaries and saying what they mean. Nice. Mm. Okay. Bindi Owen has been on camera since she entered the world, so we know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Now the daughter of crocodile hunter Steve Owen is to have her own television show. Uh, seven-year-old Bindi will be f- will perform live song and dance shows every day at Australia Zoo from today in preparation for her own television show on Discovery Channel USA due to premiere later this year. Mm-mm. I can't wait for that. That'll be, that'll be so exciting. It's it's going to be a week, weekly Nikki Webster yep. on crocodiles. Yeah, and she's doing live song and dance routines every day to prepare for it. <laughs> so I'm guessing that the content will be strictly about nature. That whole concept has tied a knot in my colon. <laughs> That's terrible. Plus the mention of Nikki Webster wouldn't have helped. No. It's double knotted now. There's no one doing that. It's granny knot. In uh, Arrested Development news. Yes. Channel 7 have come out and said they're going to screen Series 3 directly after Series 2. So, um, Which is screening when? It's screening... No, I think Monday. it's... Yeah, I think it is Mondays, but it's 10.30 maybe or 11 or something like that. Right. Since... Since the Winter Olympics, they, they have been... 11.15. 11.15. Sorry, 11.45 after Scrubs and Boston Illegal. Ah, okay. Since, uh, you know, since the Winter Olympics, they have actually been putting it on regularly. And, yep. uh, yeah, decent, you know, it's the same time. It's not a decent time. Um, it's well documented on this show, my feelings on Channel 7 and, and Arrested Development. But at least they're not just taking it off after Series 2 and just pretending that that's it or bringing it back over summer or anything else. Yep. So... Sweet. And oh, uh, I must say, just after Arrested Development is Huff, which I've been enjoying. I, I missed the first episode, so I haven't really felt in a position to be able to do a full-blown so, review. But so yeah, what's, that a, uh, what's that a, about? That's uh, with um, What's-His-Face and What's-His-Face, Oliver Platt and dude from Simpsons, Hank Azaria, yep. Um, yep. as a psychiatrist. Um, and Oliver Platt's his lawyer. And uh, it just follows. It, it kind of the series started off with this event with a patient of his um, right, who yeah. committed suicide, shot himself in the head in mm. in his office, and so looking at the ramifications over that. Ah, oh. so it's a it's a drama, or it's a comedy. It's, or is it a dramedy? It's, it's a bit of a dramedy. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, because uh, mm. we we had a heads up about it a few weeks ago in the box cutters letterbox. Yep, cutters and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and and none of us had seen it at that stage, uh, so I'm glad one of us has. So, so that sounds interesting. Mm. It's up to its second season in the US at the moment, so okay, uh, might be worth checking out. What time is that again? That's twelve uh, fifteen this so Monday. Just leave, leave your video right running. The uh, witching hour. Just when yep. you go to tape, uh, Arrested Development and Scrubs and just Boston Legal. Just, yep. just let, let that's tape what I do. Let it run. Get yourself a long player mm-hmm. VHS. Mm-hmm. That's that's really what you need. Extended play of edges. Yeah, that's what I meant. Or a four hour. Just in long play and extended play. Two times to three times. Just get oh, really? just yeah. a standard tape would be fine. If you're starting at what time does uh, Boston, Le- Boston Legal 10 start? Ten twenty. Three hours takes you to one twenty. You're well. You're well into well through it by then. Oh Jesus! It's, it's <laughs> running after. <laughs> it's running after the second part of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> uh, freaking hell! I'm, <laughs> 
That's... I wasn't going to say anything about this, but it's Good Friday. I'm so, so fucking sick of Christian television and uh, the Christian freaking influence on all of our society. Hey, the Ten Commandments. Kim Beasley going on about, the Ten Commandments about Pontius is... Pilate fucking yesterday. The Ten, oh. the Ten Commandments, and it's your first language warning, Mr. Cropley. The Ten Commandments is a story about Passover. It's not Jewish. It's, it's not Christian. <laughs> it's not, not Christian. Cri- Christianity is based on... It's, it's a Chris, Christian Judeo story. Yeah, but Jesus doesn't appear anywhere. No. In the whole Ten Commandments thing. No. Where is... is anywhere but the Christians this, are all on about the Ten Commandments. Anywhere in this Easter break have we seen Jesus Christ Superstar? Because Channel 9 used to show it every year. Yeah, well, I mean, same with... Uh, a very Snoopy Easter or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't show that anymore either. It's a sad day. It's sad. Mm. It's oh, I think it was. Uh, it's the East, It was. It's the Easter Bunny, Charlie Brown. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> uh, just quickly in uh, in kind of Buffy news, people who were fans of Buffy will know how torturous the Marty Noxon scripts were for uh, episodes of Buffy. Marty Noxon episodes, for example, which ones did he do? Oh, uh, she did. Uh, she, she did. That's the, a check. Yeah, uh, the, I think episode one in season four about Dracula, just some absolutely terrible, terrible episodes. She was uh, she was commissioned to write a lot of the emotional stuff, uh, and to quote a text from a friend of mine during one of the episodes, this Marty Noxon episode is causing me cancer. <laughs> so, uh, just terrible stuff. But people loved her, as in people who worked with her, absolutely loved her and thought she was great. And she has just signed an exclusive two-year, seven-figure overall deal with Touchstone TV that will see her producing, writing, and executive producing new dramas for Touchstone Worldwide and wow. also in conjunction with ABC in the US. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know. Pretty good, good for a writer. Good on her. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't hold that much hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's yeah, it's good for her. Yeah, good, good, good on you, Marty. Yeah, well done. Yeah, hooray! And that's uh, that's all of my news. That's all of my news too. Brett, you were a bit light on for news this week. It seemed all of my news sources were on Easter holiday. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, did you have a joke? No. Oh yeah, I did have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make a correction for last week. We uh, we were saying last week that. Uh, Thank God You're Here was uh, ripped off from Theatre Sports. Yep. And or multiple... Whose Line Is It Anyway? Well, multiple guide letters can't be wrong. Apparently, it was ripped off from Whose Line Is It Anyway? But which Not was ripped off from Theatre Sports anyway. Yeah. <sighs> whose Line Is It Anyway was... It was a Britishisation of the, the classic theatre game. That, that, was the, that was the sarcastic joke I was making. Paul Chubb was, was uh, around before Whose Line. Yes, he was. Yep. He was, as far as, you know... Fat man in improvisational comedy. With minties with during minties. the break. Well, you know, I've never seen Drew Carey with a minty. No. Who's lying? So clearly... You don't see the ad breaks. That's true. That's true. And theatre sports on Australian TV had no ad breaks because... It was on the ABC. Right. And who, who was a famous person to come out of theatre sports on the ABC? Abby Tucker. Andrew Denton. Really? Oh. Yes. But Andrew- that was after uh, The Money or the Gun. No, sir. Really? No, sir. That was before... Blah, blah, blah. Really? Yes. And that... Shit, that must have been like eight. <laughs> oh, while we were talking about updates uh, last week, um, check out the blog because I've tracked down more photos of that sculpture of uh, Brittany giving birth. 
Including the money shot with the crowding of the I don't want to know. <laughs> and you'll, that. You'll have to go away from the front page to see that one. Is the Box Cutters news. This is uh, Jess McGuire, and you're listening to the lovely men of Box Cutters, who are always here to helpfully inform you of any existence of photos of Britney Spears giving birth on all fours, clutching lion's heads. Love nothing better. Download the hell out of it. I didn't even mean that. I don't <laughs> want to know. It was well done. It was well done. I Apparently, didn't she have a C-section, though? Wasn't that the whole thing? Britney Spears actually had a C-section. So that whole, it, it was just made up. It was a fictional. Well, I'm sure it wasn't well, on it, a bear rug either. Yeah, no. it, was always a, it was always a fictional image, surely. Yes. He's, he's creating another one now with two surgeons standing. <laughs> and that he's also asked me to pose for one of me just eating. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what he plans to do with that, but we'll put bits of that up on the it's like uh, It's like the fat guy from The, the Meaning of Life. Yes. Yeah. Just keep eating. It is worth a thing. <laughs> in, uh, in ratings, in ratings for last week, mm-hmm. which was week, who knows? It's a survey period two of the Oztam weeks. It's week 14 of the year. I think it's week eight of the ratings. Is that how it works? Maybe. You do those maths. It all adds up to 52. Ooh. <laughs> Scary. Scary. 52 times two. Plus four, 108. 108. Yep, that's true. See? So it all fits into Lost. It does. It all fits into Lost. Four, eight, 15, 16, 23, 42. Speaking of Lost, <laughs> Lost came in at number seven mm-hmm. in the uh, national ratings. Apparently they've lost about half a million uh, viewers. Because they, they kept showing it through the uh, Commonwealth Games. Same thing happened mm. with Prison Break. Same thing with uh, Desperate Housewives is down too. Yeah, well, Desperate Housewives isn't down... That much. I mean, they're still coming in at uh, number two okay. in the national ratings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Channel 7 just have one, two, and three. Bang, bang, bang. Dancing with Stars, Desperate Housewives. Where are they now? Yeah, exactly. Which is, oh, God. It's so freaking painful. Where are they now? It's been canned already. Then uh, No, I'm just wishing it's been canned. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's just off for Easter because next week they've got uh, Guinness World Records. Yeah, so it, it would just be off the uh, With Easter that, break. Uh, delightful Which... weatherman, whatever his name is, yeah. David Brown. No, the one from the Today Show, uh, Grant Denyer. Ah, is that all produced uh, locally, or are they? Oh, are no, they just, no, just... I'm sure they've got one local bit, and then they just cut to clips like Funniest Home Videos. Uh, House is next at number four. Yep. So H, sorry, H. <laughs> Channel Ten, uh, Channel Ten, just romping into. The, the top of the top 20. Yes. At fourth place. Yes. And this is... What they're doing on Wednesday nights is amazing because they are just smashing nine. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. nine don't appear in the in the top 20 until number nine. Yeah. And that's just with the news. Yeah. And uh, this is... That's last week's ratings. Yes. In uh, the, the Wednesday just passed, which for us was... Because this is Good Friday. It was only two days ago. Uh, Channel 10 won the ratings again quite easily. Uh, interesting thing about that was House won the night, uh, and it was a repeat. So it doesn't off hurt. the back of uh, T G Y H. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> true. Which wasn't a repeat, which would have been a bit too early for a repeat. A little bit too early for for a repeat. <laughs> uh, but interestingly, too, uh, our friends at Spicks and Specs came in at number nine. That's second only to uh, H. That's uh, number nine of the. National. Nationally on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. That's fantastic. Because uh, Prison Break was a cobbled together kind of uh, 
you know, special on. In case you missed it. Yeah. Much but like which, Desperate Housewives. <laughs> is that not what we told Channel 7 to do last week on this show? Did we? Yes, it is. What did we tell them to do? We said... Cobble together a bad episode of Prison Break. Cobble together a, about an hour's worth of catch-up on Prison Break so that people know what they've missed during the Commonwealth Games. Oh, you reckon? You see, do you, if you miss a bit of Prison Break, does it really matter? You know, I don't think so. Yeah. But obviously, a lot of the viewers I, I think mean, that I can't tune in again because I missed last week. They, they have these specials with Lost, and I understand that with Lost because they're pointing out things that you might not have seen and, and highlighting certain parts of the story. And there's so mm. much going on in Lost and so you know deep and meaningful stuff. Whereas Prison Break, if anything's going on, they show you it. <laughs> and yeah. if they don't show you it, then they show you it in the catch-up ne- to the next episode. And yep. it's, re- it's really not that hard to catch up because you go, okay, they were digging a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they're still digging the tunnel. Yeah. Or they've dug the tunnel. Yeah. Whatever's happening, it's really in the now. You're not, you're not going to turn over and go, my God, they're all out. Yeah. Trust us, you're not. No. Not this week. No. no. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. <laughs> not until our episodes of Prison Break catch up with our episodes of Lost. Oh. And then when they do the crossover episode. Ah, right, yeah. All the people <laughs> from Prison Break rescue the people from Lost. From yeah. The island. And, but they have to go back through the tunnel. And end up in prison. Ah. Shit, I've ruined it for everybody. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Channel 9 doing so poorly in the ratings. uh, And now Eddie Maguire is going to focus on trying to go where the money is. Which might just be his way of saying, we're not going to do so well in the ratings anymore. There is that possibility. And Channel 10 just whipping their asses. The only thing 9 has going for it really is Friday Night Football. That's true. Or Thursday Night Football, as it was As it this was week. this week. Uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was in there in the top 20, but then that's gone. Uh, and the- Clever's gone. <laughs> you see, we've been, we've been bagging Channel 9 and saying how, you know, they're kind of yesterday's heroes and whatnot on this show quite regularly. But if you look at the way the ratings are going, it is fairly even now. With, uh, with Channel 10 winning Wednesday nights... It's it's pretty much three nights each between nine and seven, and I think I think this rating year is going to be a lot closer than than we were thinking even a month ago. Uh, especially if those reports of drop offs for Lost and Prison Break and uh, Desperate Housewives continue, I mean, what's going to happen when Dancing with the Stars comes off? It's never going to come off. Yeah, they will they will flog <laughs> that monkey until it bleeds a song and dance. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to say, and Home great. and Away. The third highest rating Australian drama. Really? Yes. Behind After. All Saints and McLeod's Daughters. Um, at the mar- like, like week to week or last week? Last week. Okay. Third highest rating Australian drama. Mm. How many are there? In the- <laughs> is, is that damning with faint praise? <laughs> yeah, it really is. Because otherwise there's uh, Neighbours. Neighbours. And... That leads in nicely to talking about new shows for 2006. I thought since we're into the non-ratings now, I thought we should have a look at... Uh, <laughs> maybe after the break, we should have a look at... Some new shows, new shows for 2006. And, and see what's been going well and what hasn't been going well. Sure. <laughs> The reason hey, I, why I, I've got a great idea. <laughs> the reason why I said it worked well together was because uh, there's been no new drama at all this year. None, which, which is very disappointing. Except what? for the the flow on from the, like the end of 
Remote area nurse, I think. Possibly. And you're not counting, uh, what is it, The Silence? Is that on ABC with um, Richard Roxburgh? Yeah, that's, a, that's just a miniseries. Like, oh. That's two episodes oh. that finishes on Sunday and then yeah. we don't see it ever again. What about when they repeat it? Uh, no. It still won't no. be. No, we won't see it then <laughs> either. Uh, so, yeah, Remote area nurse, yeah. uh, which I think went into the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check my records. Mm-hmm. Don't have them here. The end of Stinkland. Yes, yes, <laughs> the end of, you know, beach country, whatever that was called. It's just, it's a drought for Australian drama it at is, the moment. It is, Eddie Maguire's so far ahead of the game, I'm surprised you didn't say, Channel 7, I've got this great new show, Headland, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pitch that. <laughs> hey, I wonder if uh, TGYH is, is being counted much like uh, um, uh, Comedy Inc. is being counted for drama points. That's interesting because mm. it's a game show, so... Yeah. But there is more... Acting in that than in your regular kind of game show. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen uh, Doctor Watson in uh, in Clever? <laughs> <laughs> That's some great acting there. <laughs> I'm going to miss Clever. I think, really? I, yeah, because it's been such great fodder for us. <laughs> something else always comes along. We, we said that about Headland too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's always something else. Oh, uh, hey. uh, Nerds FC is coming up. And and what is that? Is that I thought that was a reality show. It is okay. Yeah, count as that. All right, disregard that. So kind of a. <laughs> so it's not coming on anymore. So it, it is documentary. It's actually starting tonight, which would be Friday, Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, SBS local local content. They've got uh, nerds from Australia, and they're making them play soccer. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't count as drama. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so new shows this year. What uh, what new shows have we seen? Channel 7 have had... Uh, where are they now? Hardly a new concept. W-A-T-N. <laughs> uh, and, but that's been rating pretty well for them. Yes. So well, they're yeah, doing okay. Is that, the only, is that the only new show Channel 7 have had? Uh, it's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, sh- it, it is. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't brought back Dragon's Den. Yeah. Yeah, so am I. So am I. But I guess that was kind of... I, th- I think they will, but maybe I... Maybe that'll be after Star Dancers. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's, that's likely. They, ca- they can't do a huge number of them. I mean, they can't just keep pumping out episodes of that unless they keep kind of getting new dragons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, Channel 9 doing really badly with their launch of new shows this year. Um, we've talked about Clever. Mag does Funny Bits. That's gently been... Uh, wah, yeah, wah, put out to pasture wah, with... Uh, not much fanfare. Uh, missing well, persons. Because it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was worse than shit. Yeah. Yeah. Missing persons unit. Yeah, which is it's still going very well for, uh, for Channel 9. Is it? Yeah, and is a much better show than I was expecting. Right. But still, yeah, what are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. And, uh, of course, Bert's Family Feud, which is just still uh, just drowning. Which I wouldn't even call a new show because it's just Family Feud. Maybe they were talking about there were going to be all these changes on Family Feud. Yeah. There's going to be Family Feud like you've never seen it before. Mm. Uh, well, they've, I've never seen it stink that much before. <laughs> they've got a staircase and two models come down with Bert. You haven't seen that before. And you've never seen a wig look that bad from behind before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but Channel 10 seem to, again, be just coming out on top pretty much with all with all their uh, new shows for this year. They haven't had any uh, that have gone really badly. I mean, they've got uh, TBL. TGYH, BR. Is EHC anywhere? EHC. <laughs> Everybody hates Chris? No, that's, that's apparently writing pretty badly. What's and a- so they've moved it from, uh, they've moved it 
from Sundays to Mondays. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's what's BR? Bondi Rescue. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was big regrets. <laughs> Which was a fairly limited season anyway. It was kind of just based over. It's, it's on the, again now. Christmas is it? Yeah, and it's done. It's and doing pretty it well from? for them. How do you mean? When was it shot? Uh, I don't know. Because the ones that I saw were were like Leading Christmas Day Christmas and, and New Year's. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume it's just continuing, continuing on. But I, yeah, I couldn't say for sure. Uh, Coming up to my birthday on Jan seven. That'll uh, be a big day down at the beach. Okay. And uh, I just wanted to ask what You're you guys... You're not going to get any presents again this year, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys thought uh, versus uh, Big Brother versus... Oh, sorry, BB versus uh, The Biggest Loser. BB06. BB06 versus uh, TBL. What's going to be the winner there? Well, oh. the, it's going to be essentially a handball. So TBL will finish and then BB06 will start. Do you think it'll work? Do you think people will keep watching? Do no, you think, I think I think much uh, like think, we've seen, much like we've seen in years past, Temptation's going to get a boost. Oh, Home no, and away, no. Home and away is is already in the top twenty, so Home and away will probably get a boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, people really don't like. There's not enough in Big Brother to sustain every night at seven o'clock for most viewers. Yeah. Uh, unlike The Biggest Loser, where they structure drama around the fact that they've got. Run, you fuckers. Yes. Language warning. Brett Crawley. <laughs> That's two. I figured that, that we've, we've broken the, the another thing for this episode. So. Yeah, but another one and you owe me 10 bucks. <laughs> how, how does that work? Why and, doesn't he owe me 10 bucks? No, no, I'll give you three off the top. Oh, <laughs> likely story. Why? Because I'm policing him. <laughs> I'm doing all the hard work, Ross. Yeah, that's true. I'm encouraging him. Keep yeah. swearing. Keep swearing. Because <laughs> so, he gets 30% every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so I, I think, yeah, there's, there, there's definitely going to be a, a drop-off there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe if they combine the concepts. <gasps> well. Uh, Maybe if they got all the housemates to try and lose weight. Yeah, I don't think that's. Uh, send, send Bob and Jillian into the house. I don't think that's going to happen. No. I don't think that's going to happen. I think uh, Big Brother is still going to rate well on its Sunday night and Monday night shows. Yep. Uh, it will probably still rate as it's rated in the past for uncut. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the the nightly shows are just going to be filler for Channel 10. Okay, so where's, where are all those viewers going to go? They're I mean, the Biggest Loser is winning. Like on Monday night, it won its times. It won the night, which is will, incredible for, for will a be 7 split. to 8 o'clock show. They will be split between Home and Away and Temptation. Okay. Uh, I don't think they'll be split equally. I think it'll probably be two thirds to Home and Away, one third to Temptation. ABC News. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, Brad, Brad, Brad. <laughs> They're more likely to go to uh, to uh, World Sports <laughs> on SBS or the Shambles on Channel Thirty One. Is that what it's called? There is a show called The Shambles okay. on Channel Thirty One. Okay. That's the only Thirty One show I could name off the top well, of my head. So sorry, I thought you were just talking about the programming generally on Channel Thirty One. <laughs> no, <laughs> not that I would agree. But Brett, before we wrap this segment up, you, there is, there uh, you, is you a, did a huge in, intake of breath. Yeah, the, uh, this Monday Bondi Rescue uh, seems to be a Bondi Rescue uncut because it has warnings for language and nudity. Nudity oh, no. at the beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think there's a I think there's a pervert or something exposing himself on the beach. Ooh. Um, I, I just I saw the ad, no sound. I can't say for sure. So you couldn't hear any of the language? No, I couldn't. But I did see a pixelated person. <laughs> right. I wonder what language. Would if it's Spanish? pixelated, does it count for nudity? Well, obviously. Or do you it's think it was just pixelated, pixelated for, for the, the ad. ad? Maybe. And then, you know, they'll show full on donger, I reckon. 
<laughs> Monday night. Bottle if you, rescue. If you watch that, send us an email. Yeah. Hooray at boxcutters.net. Any screen caps you get, send them across. <laughs> G'day, you're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network, and I am special guest of the Box Cutters. Love the guys' show. Love all three of you. God, you're funny. I never miss a show, and sometimes if I do, they make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. Coming up on this episode of Box Cutters, I don't buy it. Some Ray Watch, some letters to Box Cutters, little discussion about what's happening 7.30 Wednesday on television. As said at the top of this bit, now, I don't buy it. Are you one of those that follows the ads? Now I can talk as much as I want, but at the Hello, this is Ricardo Montalbán. Get me a jury and show me how you can say hinge your lie. Go down on you. Something slightly different for box cutters this week. Oh, I don't buy it. I don't buy it this week. Which is, yeah, it's it's kind of like we had a lot of success with slightly different crap TV. A few weeks back, yes. So I thought maybe a slightly different, uh, slightly different. I don't buy it. Okay, because mm. uh, it occurred to me during the week that uh, we've been doing this show for six or seven months now, and we're, you know, doing all these ads. And really, advertisers have about half a dozen ideas, and they're just kind of recycling them over and over again. So I thought I might try and bust some of these cliches open. Ooh. Mm. So the first one I thought I'd look at is truth in ads. Now don't. Uh, don't be mistaken, I'm not talking about any actual telling the truth about any product that may be involved. I'm talking about products that are so strong, they make otherwise, you know, normal people or liars blurt out moments of truth. The, uh, you guys are looking at me very strangely. I'm still not following. <laughs> uh, the, these are generally um, drink ads, and I think that uh, there's some sort of... Uh, Soft drinks or... Yeah, yeah, soft drinks or chocolate milk or, or that sort of thing. And I think uh, they generally come from something to do with the word refreshing. And, uh, you know, they're kind of along those lines where people kind of... Uh, I think the, the people with the product have said to the advertisers, we want our product to be seen as refreshing. And in advertisers' mind, that's just uh, people telling the truth. So... They do that. The latest in these is uh, the Lipton green tea ads. I don't know if either of you have seen these Lipton green tea ads. They've got a. Uh, you know what? I've seen so many of these kinds of ads, and yeah. I have no idea what any of them are for. Oh, okay. Well, there's there's latest ones at the moment. There's uh, Crystal Guru, and he's just talking about how really crystals are shonky, and all the people in the crowd are saying, "Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're just really gullible people," and supposedly this is the tea mystically doing that to them and there's another yes. one set in a set in a health spa with um you know with the person's waiting to have mud applied to them and she's saying oh i'm only here to boast to the women at tennis about it and the other person says oh well all the mud's from the backyard anyway ha 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 isn't that funny yes yeah, so so these things that you think are supposed to be helping you don't really help you. That's one message. And the other message is this tea will make everything a little bit more honest or I, as refreshingly I, 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 honest. I think or... so. I think so. And pretty much they're just, uh, they're just an excuse to have reverse kind of cliches and uh, take pots at easy targets. Uh, and their, their slogan is tea can do that. <laughs> <laughs> tea so, can alter your perception of reality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you've got the, uh, the gullible client, uh, the gullible client and, you know, these, these kind of false products being done. 
by the other people. And uh, but um, these ads, particularly these ones, don't quite work. Uh, the guru and the health spa worker aren't actually drinking the tea, so there's right. there's no reason for them to be outing themselves as being stupid or outing their product as being terrible. Right. So so it's just it's it's a bad take on that concept. It is. It is a bad take, and I'm not sure what the message is. Uh, whether they're trying to you know say about that this drink is particularly healthy or stupid, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I, buy that. No, no I, I wouldn't buy that either. I don't buy that, but it's not the only ad that's been on recently that's been like that. No, no, this is my point. Thus, the section that this is a cliche and they do because, this over and over again. Because I've so seen other ads. I don't know, because as I said before, I can't remember any of the products that these ads are for. I just assumed they were all for the same product. No, and I think they are generally, yeah, they're generally to do with drinks. I think it's something to do with refreshing. I mean, I don't think you could advertise a car this way, have people talking supposed truth about something in their lives and then buy a Ford. Yeah, but it, I've, I've seen things, you know, I'm just saying this because I'd like to see what you look like with your shirt off. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. It's, it's very common. It's strange. It's strange. I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. Hello and welcome to Today Tonight. Soap and water. Hello and I'm Naomi Robson. Swearing. Rewatch this week looks at 60 Minutes. Last week on 60 mm-hmm. Minutes, they had quite a successful episode ratings-wise. Mm-hmm. This is and the Sunday just gone. The Sunday just gone. And that pretty much looked at the main story that they were spruiking slash promoting was a story about this family who walks on all fours. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw the ad. That's pretty much all I can tell you. On hands and knees? No. Feet and hands. So, uh, they walk entirely bent over, feet and hands. Were they brought up by apes? Well, this is, this is what 60 Minutes were trying to, trying to say. Where are they? Are they Turkey, In Turkey. Okay. That this family possibly contained the gene that was the missing link between apes and man. Okay. Wait, wait, what date was this on? This was on the April Sunday 1, past. Maybe? No, April 8. April 8. I also thought that it was uh, that it was going to be a, a April Fool's gag. Yeah. But uh, one of the uh, one of the professors interviewed in that story, a professor Nick Humphrey, is actually quite a well known uh, evolutionary psychologist. Uh, so. It's it's bona fide this story, but they're touting it like it's the missing link between man and ape. And the thing is, Liz Hayes is doing this report. Okay, and Liz Hayes clearly has no grasp on the concept of science. She's no scientist, at Liz Hayes. <laughs> scientist. Uh, she has no idea about evolutionary theory, no idea about genetics, no idea about uh, brain slash. Uh, balance function. Is uh, she a creationist? No. She just uses these words without really understanding what they're about. And, uh, and so she's trying to tell this story that involves all of those things. It turns out that the family, uh, the, the parents in the family were second cousins and may have caused some genetic problem within the family. However... Uh, what's actually just happened is four of the children in the family 
have uh, an underdeveloped cerebellum, which caused them balance problems. At the same time, because they were uh, a, a little bit mentally retarded, they, uh, as they were developing, going from uh, lying to crawling to walking, there is this in-between stage where you walk on hands and feet. It's, it's a very small stage because the children basically learn, oh, if I grab onto this, I can stand upright. And then they try to walk on two feet, but nobody ever told them that they could walk on two feet. So they get some physiotherapists in to install parallel bars at their home, come back a year later. Like railings or, or the parallel bars that the gymnasts <laughs> use? With the, well, parallel, the uneven parallel bars. No, no, because they're uneven bars. Did they are? Uh, whereas did, parallel bars okay. are parallel. So is did it they, just one set of parallel bars? One, one set of parallel okay. bars in the yard. Did they do some rings as well? No, no rings. No rings. A no pommel rings. horse? No, no crucifix no, on the no, no rings? No, none of that. <laughs> Just so these these uh, now adults mm-hmm. can practice walking upright. How old are they? Oh, they range from twenty four to thirty. And nobody sought to fix them up before. <laughs> well, they were in this tiny, tiny, tiny village in Turkey. Nobody had found them. Couldn't somebody just go and say, "Hey, stand up"? <laughs> oh, oh, this is much better. No, because they they didn't really it understand. They didn't understand. Didn't and they, they had... see other people walking around. <laughs> yeah, they did, but by then it was too late. <laughs> You've got to remember that these, these are mentally retarded humans who just had no idea mm-hmm. and, uh, and couldn't mm-hmm. express themselves properly and, and couldn't learn. Maybe they could if their head was slightly high. Maybe they could. At, and, at, you know, they're talking into their hands. Anyway, so Liz Hayes keeps going on about how it's the missing link between heroes and apes the whole time. The whole time. Not once ever going, oh, actually, my mistake. Uh, it was just that nobody taught them. And the end, of the, the end of the story finishes with what started off with a quest for a missing link ended up being a quest for standing upright. It's something <laughs> dumb like that. It just had... It could have been a really interesting article about human development. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. was, you know, essentially an attempt to win ratings by saying we have this amazing genetic miracle... That wasn't actually a miracle at all. That's Ray Roch. Ray, they did. Gary Postman, I have a letter for you. No, I'm just the postman. The postman. The postman. Letters to box cutters this Good week. Good to have the, uh, the letters to box cutters theme back. Yeah, it's nice. You, mm. you love it because it, it includes one the, of your favourite films. It's got the postman in it. Yeah. you got to love the postman. A, a, a film that is much better off. Much better than I originally thought. I don't, my words, it's since Ray Watch, that's it. It is. That's it. Thank because nobody ever thought to teach him how to speak proper <laughs> as he was growing up. Thankfully, people have written in. So instead of thinking about the words I have to say, all I have to do is read them. Ah, yes. The, uh, the first one comes from Pete, uh, a listener who uh, wondered if we had seen... Last week's Green Guide, where Jim Shambry criticised Josie Pirelli for a show she does on Channel 31 in Melbourne, which is Community Channel 31, called Chart Busting 80s. Apparently, Shambry uh, criticised her for dancing over the film clips that she was it, it, showing on the show. It wasn't at all. It wasn't highly critical. No, I didn't. I, I mean, didn't it just suggested that, that she possibly shouldn't dance over the top of the clips. 
even though she's only in a tiny box in the corner. Yes. Yeah. Just, you know, something he found a little bit annoying was mm. my understanding of it. Yeah. Anyway, during uh, during the episode, he lets us know that uh, the Jim Shembry dancers were, uh, were on, which he thought was fair enough, a bit of lighthearted taking the piss. But then the reaction descended from there. The grand finale was Josie speaking down the barrel of the camera. Quote, and Jim Shambry, fuck off. Language warning. <laughs> that was in context, Brent. In context. Is, is there a history between Shambry and uh, CBE? <laughs> she actually calls it CB land. Really? During the show. I actually, I caught a bit last night because I thought, well, I wonder if, if she's going to say anything about this. And we, we don't get ch- very good Channel 31, so my description might not be 100% right. But she was dressed as the Easter Bunny. She was absolutely covered in streamers and confetti and all types of stuff. And all of her audience were holding big banners saying congratulations. And she read out a letter live on air uh, from Jim Shembury basically where he was conceding defeat ah. <laughs> and the letter started out with uh something like you're not the first person to tell me to get fucked but you are the first person to tell me to get fucked live on national television <laughs> <laughs> and he he basically said look at the letters column you've got heaps of support clearly i'm wrong i apologize oh go on, on with jim it. yeah yeah. As, as I said before, Jim Shambry, really nice guy. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and has a really good sense of humor about himself. So clearly that's, that's the case. But yeah, she was claiming victory and it was like a, it was like a, you know, it's like a sports match, people with banners and all kinds of things. So yeah, if you're in Melbourne, chart busting 80s, 8.30 Thursday nights, and I'm sure they repeated it some other stage during the week. And if you've seen Jeff Jenkins on that program, we might be able to get him in. Okay. Yeah, there's a chance. Yeah, we should, maybe, we should maybe get Josie Just, in. Yeah. Should be, should be a good guest. That, that would be great. Yeah. We could get them both in, try to get them to pash. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, I'll, I'll line that up. <laughs> we, uh, we were talking, we had a few letters this week discussing stuff that we talked about on last week's show. And uh, regular listener Terry wrote in with two bits of information. One was to say that we were talking about Rage... Uh, no, not Rage, Triple J doing its own TV production. Yes, that's yep. right. And... Uh, we stated that they were probably outsourcing most of the jobs, but uh, Terry pointed out that there were heaps of production-based TV jobs going at the ABC two weeks ago. Uh, five or six of them, between uh, fifty and seventy thousand uh, dollars, advertised on mycareer.com.au. So oh, that's that interesting. is interesting. The most interesting thing is that there was a decent ad advertised on mycareer.com.au. <laughs> So. Yeah, that's never happened before. No. The other thing that Terry uh, mentioned was that Channel 9 are apparently throwing lots and lots of money at the Lokis this year. Uh, they've um, put in a whole lot whole lot more money to extend the stage out further than it's ever been before. Ooh, the biggest stage ever. Well, well they, they have to do that to accommodate the five hosts, which we haven't talked about on the show. No. no. There, there are going to be five hosts on the Lokis this year, and they include Bert. Daryl. Ray, Ray Georgie, Romano, and Lisa McCune. <laughs> and we discussed this before coming on air. You can't actually say Lisa McCune's name as just one word. You can't call her Lisa. You can't just call her Lisa. You could call her Cole's Lisa. You can call her our Lisa. I, our Lisa or Cole's Lisa. I think the problem is that Lisa Kenny, uh, got Lisa Curry Kenny, Lisa Curry got in on the Lisa. Ah, you reckon? Oh, See, if yeah. you just said Lisa to me, I wouldn't think of either of those two. No, but if, if you said Georgie... Oh, Georgie Parker. Georgie Parker. Yeah. 
good to see that she's got some work now that Clever's, yeah. Clever's gone. Yeah. But again, I assume that she's not going to be scripted, so I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> she'll be scripted, but whether or not she uses the script, that's a, a whole other story. Do you think she'll be drunk? I, you know what? I'm not placing that, spe- that bet. <laughs> she could be. Uh, regular listener, Paul. Are we doing surnames? I don't know. Throw a surname Paul in there. Paul Jackson. Hi, Paul. Writes to us. Hi, guys. I was listening to Nova 100 a while ago, and Lavinia Nixon rang in for some phone poll. Apparently, she filled in for Kate when Kate was having her second baby. Lavinia mentioned that she'd been hanging around the station a bit when not being John So's on-screen wife. Basically, this is uh, the station at Channel 9, basically because with a new boss, it would make her look good. Anyway, she told the story about how she was there and some Channel 9 guys were looking for someone to make a presentation to Eddie in about 20 minutes. She felt it would be a good move considering Eddie's the new boss. Hence her ninja-like entrance and Eddie not knowing about it sounds highly not (laughs) organised. And that's how it looked. So how would they have done it otherwise, do you think? Uh, Eddie would have just found a plaque sitting on... Oh, this is great. Yeah, he would have just... uh, Or they would have just maybe one of the uh, stage managers... Because they do like to get a stage manager in there with the headset on. Oh, yeah, we haven't yeah. seen Phil Lambert for so yeah, long. That's yeah. true. That's true. It's, it still doesn't. It's very great. Lucky Phil. It still doesn't explain why she was dressed as a ninja. <laughs> she wasn't dressed as a ninja. <laughs> I, tried, I thought I explained this last week. It's just her attitude was like a ninja. Ah, right. She, you know, puff of smoke. She just appeared, yeah. and then threw some shuriken. <laughs> Uh, and we, went the slice and dice on Eddie with a hot katana blade. <laughs> we uh, we received uh, an email from Anna during the week. Anna doesn't have a surname. That's She's, okay. Should we make one up? Anna uh, Letters. Anna Letters. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, from the uh, Australian Capital Territory. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's my understanding. Uh, she says, hello, boys. In my head, that's more school teachery than Berleski. So it should actually be, hello, boys. Instead of. Hello, boys. (laughs) That's my understanding. She wanted to clarify two things. She works for a company that creates uh, captions for the hard of hearing. No subtitles. See, and this is this is what she uh, what she wanted to clarify. There is a big difference between subtitles and captions. Captions are what we see for the hard of hearing: black background with different coloured writing. To denote who's speaking when. Yep. Subtitles is what we see on SBS. So what have we got here on the uh, podcast, the video podcast? On the video podcast, what we have is one person from each company competing. Ah. And whoever gets their line up there first, right. that's what goes on there. Yeah. So we've got a subtitle company and a captioning company. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got a guy who whips them. Just to keep them motivated. Actually, next week we're going to change that because we're going to we're going to uh, implement the angle button functionality on your iPod. Oh, yep. Oh, excellent for the video podcast. I and uh, <laughs> there is no video podcast. What about we just? And uh, all uh, free to air channels except community stations in prime time, which is six pm to ten thirty pm, must be captioned. That's a law that was brought in by Kerry Packer and John Howard. Mm. Allegedly, oh. this is uh, this is what, what we're told. She also wanted to talk about play school and gave us a list, a very comp- comprehensive list of play school hosts from uh, nineteen sixty eight through to two thousand and four. We'll uh, rather than read that whole list out, I think we should uh, post that list on the website. Let's talk about some highlights, though. 
Yeah. Oh no. I, I just uh, John Waters. This was in in response to a letter we had last week about Andrew McFarlane allegedly falling on hard times because he now has to appear in Play School, mm-hmm. and uh, she just wanted to point out that Andrew McFarlane has hardly fallen on hard times. The listener had the listener been paying attention. Uh, he, she would have noticed that the Sullivan lad's been there for six years and is in pretty good company. Mm. So, thanks, Anna. Yeah. Love your work. Yeah, definitely. And check out the blog for the, uh, the full list for the list yes. yeah. of Play School hosts. Uh, we also had a letter from a Mr. Joel B, or JB in Tenspec, uh, who wanted to point out he, he liked last week's new as yet unnamed section on shows that aren't on free-to-air. Oh, bless you, JB. And he also said he's been enjoying a show called uh, Over There and another one called Sleeper Cell. Ah, Sleeper Cell, which uh, is about uh, terrorists in the United States getting together a a plan to do something terrible. Okay. And he's uh, thinking about getting Rescue Me and Sports Night. Is Rescue Me with uh, Dennis Leary? Rescue Me's with Dennis Leary, which I, I I couldn't really watch much of. Okay. And I don't know if that's because I have problems with Dennis Leary. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who love Rescue Me. The people who've seen it and have talked to me about it all are quite happy with it. Sports Night, I was a big fan of. This was Aaron Sorkin's show before he made West Wing. Okay. About, and it was a half-hour show mm-hmm. uh, that uh, starred Peter Krause, mm-hmm. who people will know from Six Feet Under, starred one of the Desperate Housewives... Starred uh, one starred the, the guy who plays Will Bailey on uh, The West Wing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, pretty good, pretty good cast there. One of the big problems is because it was a half hour show, and it was before networks really understood the idea of a dramedy. Oh, sorry, it also has Robert Guillaume in it. How could I forget that? Robert Guillaume Benson. was Benson. Ah, uh, and the network insisted on putting a laugh track on ah. that show. Okay. And it just kills it. Mm-hmm. It kills it. If you can watch it and tune out the laugh track, it's definitely worth seeing. I think, I think it's a great show. Okay. And I've seen that uh, a few times after midnight uh, on 7 or 9. Channel 7 showed it during the 2002 Winter Olympics. They showed it after Roaring after HG. After uh, and that's that's it, I think, for letters to box covers. I just want to talk to you guys quickly about uh, Wednesdays mm-hmm. at seven thirty at night. Bit of comp- competition going on there. We've there got uh, the second there. screening each week of uh, Survivor. It seems that that will continue on because um, it's now. You see, too. I think when ratings start again, though, the uh, that uh, McLeod's daughters will be back pretty swiftly. Yeah, it's oh, sweet. Channel good. Channel Nine are just doing that so that we catch up with mm. Survivor. Well, you see, that's the question: is that why they're doing it? Well, surely they want to be synchronised with the states for the end of the series. I would have thought so, but the episode airing this coming Wednesday, which is the I don't know how many nineteenth or something. Yes, the nineteenth of April is. The recap show. Yeah, and but why it's part would, of the, the, it, that's out of the States. It's not something that we've created in here. But no, what no, you're saying is why would they bother showing the recap show? Skip the damn recap show. Recap shows suck. Don't show the recap show. Skip it and then you'll catch up. If you're trying to catch up, 
don't show shows that you know just kind of say aha oh, and a whole lot of survivors and exile island blah 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 because real fans don't want to know and you're not going to pick up any new fans with that so don't show it well, that's maybe, my opinion. maybe they don't need the extra episode pickup maybe they've got it all mapped out and it's actually going to be synchronized once we get to the end so maybe they just need the filler yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know when Brett and I started, you know, acting on behalf of the defence of Channel Nine. <laughs> well, maybe we should move over to uh, Channel Ten. And it, I, I assume that there would be some sort of contractual obligation on. Oh, to that. show it, you think? Yeah. Because they've skipped it in the past, and they always skip the Apprentice ones. Yes, they never show the catch up Apprentice episodes, mind you. By the time they screen the Apprentice here, it's already been and gone in the mm-hmm. states. It'd be great if they all they did was show the catch up. Of The Apprentice, <laughs> and then continued on through the end of the series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that, Channel 9. It's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad, bad idea. Hey, do we not have any good women improvisation artists in this country? Well, last, last week I mentioned Andrea Powell, who yeah. I thought would be great. Mm-hmm. Who uh, is? Uh, she uh, might be known to viewers and listeners as Ethel Chop. And friends. Oh, okay. Uh, she's, a, she's a great character. Comedian and uh, and also a really good improviser. Georgie Gera- Parker? No, no. See, no. You're wrong there. You're wrong there. We do have... We, we have quite a few. Because next week, uh, Fifi Box is on <laughs> TGYH for the third consecutive week. And she, not only is she on for the third consecutive week, she is the only guest so far, the only uh, female guest so far. Next week, they've got Glenn Robbins, Frank Woodley, Akmal Sal, and Fifi Box. Now, firstly, she's shithouse. Yes. Yes. Secondly, there's got to be other people. Surely, they, uh, there's got to be other women that they can get to be in this. At, at least with her name, I can kind of recondition the concept of this show as far as box cutters goes. And we could cut her up! <laughs> <laughs> because she's just torturous. She is absolutely torturous on that show. Yeah. And as, as I put in uh, my follow-up... <laughs> As I put in my follow-up review on the blog, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah obviously the the whole awards, whoever gets the award each night, is a sham because there was no way that she was the freaking winner. Oh, did she win week's... last? Yes, week. yeah. Well, next week they've got Frank Woodley on again, and undoubtedly he he will probably win. Although it's a pretty pretty strong cast mm-hmm. that because then they've also got sorry Glenn Robbins and Akmal Saleh. Akmal Saleh. Saleh. Yep. So I, I but th- what are they going to do? Keep Keep awarding it to the same person. Oh, it's just... This is what I was talking about. The competition aspect of the show is just ridiculous. But if they finished the show and just everybody clapped, that wouldn't feel like a satisfying ending. Okay, but ending. what about if they had carryover champions? Ooh. So that the person who won one week also got to be in the show the next week. Well, that would but mean every- Fifi Box would have to be the winner every freaking week. <laughs> no, but w- what about something like that? Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. there was a reason to tune in every week. If the, you particularly like the someone, winner, that they'll be on again. The and- winner could be the judge next week. Yeah, see, that's also great. Oh, yes, please. Right? I some, wonder- kind of, some kind of reward for the winner that mm-hmm. actually means that they have to me- make some kind of relevant decision. I wonder if they've got a problem with actually being able to uh, pick up contenders uh, because of the comedy festival in Melbourne. Um, and people being in rehearsal and, and committed oh, for that. So I wonder okay. if it'll uh, change over after four well, weeks. Well, you, you would think that comedy people would be the best would be the best people for it. I mean, I, f- I find it interesting in that way that acting and stand up comedy are such different art forms. 
you know, acting is so much more. Even improvised acting is, it's very different from improvised comedy. Yes. So I think putting actors against comedians is, it's, you know, it's, it's... It's this old thing of comedians make very good actors a lot of the time. Maybe, maybe actors make very good comedians. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. How was Matthew Newton, by the way? Because he doesn't get nearly enough work, I, I reckon. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He, the hair thing was kind of weird. Um, he's, the hairstyle that he's touting at the moment. And is it is it some sort of compulsory prerequisite that, that all the guys have got to be unshaven on that show? Oh, maybe. Because he had a, a you know, kind of George hey, Michael type growth hey, going on. I think he does usually though, doesn't he? Well, maybe, in, in, in. maybe it should be retitled, Thank God You Just Got Out of Bed. <laughs> what about McAuliffe? Was he good? Yes, he was great. Brought his tears to my eyes oh, from fantastic. laughing so hard at him. Because yeah. he's a genius. Yes. That has been BCE30. Oh, I've got it written out for you if you want. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I can't believe you actually wrote these scripts out. So this is the uh, <laughs> the end of the show? This is the end of the show. A nice little touch that it's all in uh, new, Korean New. Yeah, well, you know, it should be. TFL, which is thank you for listening. Yep. T-N-W-I Till next week I'm J-K I-R-M A-I-W-C-T-B-B-C T-I-N-W-S-B-T S-B-C A-H-L-B-C-O-T I can't freaking leave no. it there. <laughs> I continue to be Brett Cropley. Ross McQueen. Tune in again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I'm Josh Canal, And hey, <laughs> let's be careful out there.